Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, this story is titled, My Fiance Encouraged Me to Go Ahead with Wedding Plans Despite His Secret Doubts. I'm sitting here writing this, still wondering what the hell has happened to my perfect little life over the last year. I thought I'd type this out on here in the hope that it would provide me with some sort of peace or the closure I have never really got. I hope it will also serve as some kind of warning to other women in a similar situation. Sometimes you simply have to know when to stop fighting and let go, for your own sake. So, here's the backstory. My fiancé, Ed, and I have been together since we were 16. We met in high school. I couldn't stand him at first. He was really arrogant, but as time went on, I warmed to him and we began dating. We ended up going to universities very close together and visited each other regularly. During this time, he helped me through some very difficult times involving my own mental health and parent breakups. After graduation, we moved in together, renting, and after seven happy years of being together, Ed proposed. It wasn't something I was expecting, but I was really happy and said yes. We bought a house together and made plans for the wedding. We booked a venue and I bought my dress. He let me do a lot of the organizing, but didn't try to stop me and gave his opinion when asked. Well, it all started when a mutual friend, let's call him James, from university, was due to come to stay with us for a few days. When he arrived, Ed rushed him straight off to buy food and beers. I offered to go with them, but he refused, insisting I stay at home. I found this odd. He was acting sort of strange, like he didn't want me around. Something didn't feel right, but I let it go and began prepping dinner. When I realized I was missing some ingredients, I phoned Ed to ask him to pick up the missing items. He was really blunt, almost cross and frustrated that I had disturbed him. I asked him how long he thought they would be and he said he didn't know. And that was when I pressed him as to what was wrong. That was when the shit show really started. He went silent for a bit and then said he needed to tell me something and would come home to do it. When he got home, James was not with him. He said he was waiting for him at the pub. He told me that he didn't know what he wanted anymore and that he'd been trying to find the right time to tell me this. He invited Ed down to help him find the strength to tell me as they had been chatting about it for months. Yeah, that one was a punch to the guts. For me, this all came completely out of the blue. I just stared blankly at him in disbelief. It was like he had hit me with a sledgehammer. I had no idea where this had come from. I was utterly blindsided. I know it sounds strange. Shock, I suppose, but all I could say was, what about James? What about the wedding? What about the house? He said that if that was the first thing that came into my head, then I obviously didn't love him either. I 
couldn't take it in and then he said he had to go meet James who was waiting for him and we could talk later. And then he left just like that. As though he hadn't just dropped a massive bombshell on our hopes and dreams. Fuck. I was on my own in the house trying to process all this. I had to get out. I just couldn't sit there waiting. I took off the engagement ring, left it on top of the drawers in our bedroom and just left. I went to a friend's house. Let's call her Sally. Sally was at work and couldn't get away for a few hours, so I just sat in her garden staring into space. I knew I should go home and talk things through, but I couldn't. Shock maybe? I don't know, but I couldn't move. When Sally got back, we headed straight for the pub. Had several bottles of wine between us, got seriously drunk and had a long chat about what had happened. Sally was as shocked as I was. I spent the night at her house in the morning being violently sick in her bathroom. I dreaded the thought of going home. I assumed he was there with James, feeling the complete opposite of me. Total relief and just made me cry even more. Eventually, Sally persuaded me that I had to go home and face him. She couldn't come with me as she had a work shift. James made himself scarce and my fiancé told me he had been feeling like this for months. In fact, almost six months for fuck's sake. But just didn't know how to tell me. I mean, what the fuck? He was actively encouraging me to make wedding plans when he knew he didn't want to get married. Seriously. He could have at least saved me the humiliation of cancelling wedding venues, returning address, luckily unaltered, telling my parents who had so far paid for everything, and the vicar. I felt like a total fraud having to inform him after we told him about our total commitment and love to one another. My fiancé said he had been trying to make up his mind. I felt so betrayed, so stupid and so naive. It was not the fact that he was having doubts that was the problem. It was the fact that he waited so long to tell me. He led me on. I begged Ed to leave, but he said he had nowhere to go and that it was his house too and he would sleep on the living room floor until he got something sorted. The pain of lying in our bed knowing he was downstairs was unbearable. Seeing him each day broke my heart and all the while he seemed so unaffected, like a massive weight had been lifted from his shoulders. We barely spoke. James was still staying with us and my fiancé used him like a shield. I felt like I was totally going mad. There was nothing I could do. This went on for several weeks. I think I was near breaking point by the end and it's hardly surprising. I eventually snapped. James went home and Ed carried on sleeping on the couch and continued to say he was still unsure of what he wanted. It was a nervous wreck. I couldn't move forward and I couldn't move back. It was like he was holding me prisoner in limbo while he made up his sodding mind. I kept begging him to just leave and get it over with. It was horrible having the man I loved being so cold towards me. OP then went on to say, but if you thought that my life at that stage was fucked up as it could get, then you would be wrong. Because get this, Ed decided it would be a great idea to move his brother Jack into the house. What the fuck? He said Jack needed somewhere to stay for a few weeks until he found something more permanent. Another shield, I guess, just like James. I tried to say this was really not a good time to have someone else in the house when we were trying to sort our relationship, but he just shrugged and said he had to help out his brother and that it was still his house too. I'm not sure I actually agreed. I was so stunned and exhausted by everything that was happening, I just let him get on with it. My life was spiraling out of control so fast that I could barely keep up. 
So Jack moved into the spare room while Ed continued to sleep on the couch. While Ed continued with life seemingly as usual, I continued to fall apart in a home that no longer felt like my own with Jack constantly underfoot creating carnage. Don't get me wrong, Jack was a nice enough guy and everything, but he could be a little strange and I just wasn't in the right frame of mind to cope with it all. Maybe he was meant as a distraction from my relationship issues, but the situation was just surreal. Ed said it was only for another week or so and then Jack would be gone. But Jack didn't leave. A month in and my mental health was seriously deteriorating. It was like torture. My job was very emotionally draining and trying to keep on top of that when everything else that was going on was a marathon effort. My boss was very understanding but still couldn't go on forever. It all came to a head when it became time to make a decision about a holiday Ed and I had booked earlier in the year. The question was, were we going to go together, ditch the holiday or just one of us go on our own? As usual, Ed could not decide what he wanted. He said he needed to know what I wanted to do. Well, that was like a red rag to a bull. I totally lost it. Something snapped. I grabbed the open bottle of fabric conditioner for the laundry I was doing, his included by the way, and hurled it straight at him. I screamed, you need to know what I want to fucking do. You need to know. Fuck you, I want you out. That's what I fucking want. The fabric conditioner went everywhere, all over the floor, all over the kitchen, cupboards. I was so angry, fuming. He just looked shocked and didn't really know what to say. Later that day, we made arrangements for him to go stay with his friend Ben nearby. That evening, Ed left, but Jack stayed. It was a couple of days before I heard from Ed again. I still had no idea what was going on with us. I still loved him so much. He insisted I didn't. I desperately wanted us to work things out. I thought as he was so unsure that I could convince him. I thought it was just a blip that we could work through. If I like such a waste thrown seven years away, just like that without even trying. Looking back, I was so naive. The house felt strange, not like a home anymore, more like a student house with Jack still living there, acting like everything was normal. One thing we were sure of is that the wedding was off. We needed to dial down the pressure Ed was feeling and just let him focus on himself. I cancelled all the arrangements. My parents were sad but understood and remained supportive of us trying to fix things. But I felt like a ticking time bomb. I started drinking a lot just to try and stop the constant thoughts in my head, the doubt and the pain. Looking back on it now, what I needed was closure. I needed Ed to say it was over and that I could start to move on. But he just wouldn't do it. He was waiting for me to do it. He didn't want to be the bad guy. I still loved him. I was still convinced there was a chance that there was something worth fighting for. I couldn't save myself and things just kept getting worse. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. OP then continued again saying, if you've read up to this point, then you may be thinking this is all a pile of made up shit. But I promise you, this was my actual life over the last year. But before all this happened to me, I wouldn't have believed it was possible either, so I do get it. It's a long story. As I said, it happened over the course of a year. Everyone puts updates on Reddit because most people are writing as the events are happening. But I'm writing in retrospect as some sort of therapy or warning or I don't know what. I just need to get this all off my chest. The update doesn't quite seem right on this occasion. If you're interested in what happened, then please read on. So Ed and I eventually met up for coffee and managed to have a long chat. We both agreed that we needed to try and fix whatever had gone wrong in our relationship before walking away. It was too much of a waste otherwise. We agreed that we would continue living separately. We would find somewhere close by to rent and we would start dating again and see how things go. I felt relieved that he had finally made up some sort of decision and was willing to give us another go. I was still convinced it was all just a blip. Last minute nerves maybe that given time we could work through. Jack was still living with me and was paying rent so that I could keep paying the mortgage while Ed paid his own rent. We started off with a date twice a week. We went and did things like bowling, the cinema, dinner, etc. But the dates were hard work. I had to do a lot of the talking and he just looked less and less interested each time we went out. It was beginning to feel like he was doing what he had done before. Like he was stringing me along because he didn't want to be the one to make the final decision to end things. To be honest, I was beginning to get the message. Deep down, I knew I should just let him go. But I just couldn't. I needed it to come from him. I needed to hear from him that it was over. I continued to struggle mentally. I began going out a lot with old friends in the evening after work, pubs, drinking, clubbing, and endless late nights. It was exhausting and I looked like shit, but I guess it kept me distracted and got me at the house which no longer resembles a home in any way. It's just a place to crash. Sometimes Jack came out with my friends and sometimes he's just stayed in the house and wallowed in his own filth and self-pity. He's lonely, I think. Then things got even more complicated. Another mutual friend of ours, Callum, who had been in a long-term relationship with Sally, emailed me. The email was long, but it basically said that he no longer loved Sally and that he was in love with me. He wanted me to finally break things off with Ed and for us to start dating each other. Oh my God, as if my life was not messed up enough already. Poor Sally. I have to admit, I was tempted. I like Callum. We got on well, but I couldn't do that to Sally. Callie was also good friends with Ed. How would that look? So I turned him down and begged him to be honest with Sally and not put her through the same shit I was going through. He didn't tell her and it was like history repeating itself. I had to decide whether I was going to tell Sally or not. What if it was a wobble on his part? What if he changes his mind and realizes he wants to stay with her? Then I'd be ruining things between them for no reason and potentially causing more drama between my boyfriend and me. Fuck. Rightly or wrongly, I made the decision to not get involved. I couldn't help myself, let alone anyone else. It was a decision I deeply regret. 
Sally did eventually find out from Jack and we haven't spoken since. Things were starting to turn sour between Ed and I. The dates has fizzled out and he seemed to be avoiding me and making up excuses as to why he couldn't see me. But he still wouldn't just end it. I know you're probably all screaming at me right now. Why didn't you just end it yourself and be done with him? I just couldn't. I couldn't make myself face the truth. I was still in love with him or maybe it was just the idea of him, of us, but either way, I just couldn't. But over time, I began feeling anger slipping in. Anger that he wouldn't end it. Be honest. Closure. Was that what I was looking for from him? If I ended it, then I would always wonder. If he ended it, then there was no wondering. Sounds pitiful and pathetic, I know, but it is what it is. After about three months, the dates between Ed and I had fizzled out. We were all over in reality, but mentally, we were still very much attached. I still had not got the closure I needed. One night, I was out on another messy pub crawl with friends. While we were walking between venues, I saw Ed with another girl. I'd always wondered if he had met someone else while we were engaged or or had started seeing when we were trying to fix things. Whenever I had asked him if there was someone else, he had fiercely denied it. But now I wasn't so sure. Maybe I was just completely paranoid. I don't even know why it mattered anymore, but it did. I need to know. I need answers to explain just what had happened to us, to him, as he had still never really given me a proper explanation. So I asked Jack if he knew anything. It didn't take long for Jack to confirm that Ed was indeed seeing another girl and had been whilst him and I were trying to fix things. Ed had been hedging his bets while he decided which one of us he preferred to be with. How fucked up is that? I can't believe that the man I had fallen in love with and known for so many years could behave this way. Jack did not know if they'd been seeing each other while we were still engaged, before everything came out. No one seemed to know that or no one was willing to admit it. In the end, I called Ed around for a chat and he obliged. He told me she was a girl he had met at work. He vaguely admitted to being close friends with her while we were trying to fix things but would not admit that they were officially in a relationship. He denied being with her before that. I wasn't certain I believed him but at that point I knew I would never get the whole truth and I wasn't sure I needed more than that. That moment was it for me, well and truly. It gave me the closure I needed. The thread was cut. I let him go. I'd crossed the line and the love I once had for him turned into pity, anger and loathing. I scorned him for being weak and cowardly by failing to be honest for so long, by forcing me to make the final decision that he so clearly wanted. I was still a total mess, but not because I want him back now, instead because I now had to begin rebuilding my life. What I had thought would be my future no longer was, and it was terrifying. OP continued, but the tale of my shitty year doesn't end there. Oh no. There was one more bit of dirt on my ex still to come. One more nail to close the metaphorical coffin that was our relationship. A year on from when all this started, I was finally able to buy Ed out of the house. Jack continued renting the spare room, would you believe, as I needed a lodger and, well, better the devil you know and all that. Callum ended up cheating on Sally with some other girl and moved into a bachelor pad with Ed briefly before Ed moved in with his new girlfriend. Sally dated Jack for a bit. I know, I'm not making this shit up, really, before breaking up with him. Shit show, right? But here comes the final nail. As I have already said, Jack can be a bit strange sometimes. 
is a total computer whiz. It turns out he was spying on CyberEd using passwords he had somehow gotten a hold of. He had been accessing Ed's emails and the sites they led him to out of morbid curiosity and boredom. He told me that he had found dirty emails from men addressed to Ed and when he followed the links, they led him to gay websites slash dating sites that Ed was a member of. Now I have nothing against gay men, but how much more was there that I didn't know about my ex? The man I'd lived with for seven years. The man I'd planned to marry. And some of the emails and messages between him and other men were so explicit. How had I not known? There were emails about meeting up as well. Ed was still dating the girl I saw him with, and he was still active on these sites. I wondered whether I should warn her or whether I should just stay out of it. Was I the asshole for not warning her and potentially leaving her to suffer the same fate as me? I felt like I was only just starting to recover and, and I didn't want to get dragged into Ed's shit anymore. And now I have reached the end of the saga that has been my life for the past year. I'm healing slowly. I'm rebuilding my life and getting my shit together slowly. I don't really keep up with Ed anymore. I find out snippets of information about his life every so often from Jack. He recently told me that Ed's girlfriend is pregnant and here's the real twist. It's not his baby. She's been cheating on him. I don't know what he will do and to be quite honest, I don't think I care one bit. Writing this has helped as I hoped it would. Thank you for reading and I welcome all the thoughts and judgments you wish to throw at me. But in writing this, I hope to also provide some sort of lesson to those in a similar situation. Sometimes you have to let go. Sometimes there are no answers and you will not find the closure you are looking for. Only more pain. And what an absolute shitshow OP has gone through. And this was all in retrospect. So it's hard to give like that advice now. Because before I would have told you while she was hanging on and waiting for an answer from him. It's like many people probably screaming, just cut it off with him. But I know that's easier said than done when I'm on the outside just reading this post and what you've been through and all the feelings and emotions you would have been dealing with at that particular time. I mean, yeah, seven years, she was planning on getting married to have all this then come at you. And like you said, your mental health deteriorating, drinking too much and just dealing with all that at the same time. Crazy stuff. The last part of the story where you said, you know, his girlfriend is pregnant and the real twist is not his baby. She was cheating on him. I'd like to know, I don't know, curiosity, I guess, his thoughts on that and how he feels from that as well. And also the conversations between Jack and Ed now. I mean, they're brothers, right? And he's found out a lot of new information about his brother. Will he ever tell him? Because I mean, he found out that information through, I don't know, accessing his accounts, which he shouldn't have been doing to begin with. But again, what an absolute time you've been through. And all I can do is really wish you the best for the future. And I'm glad that writing this out has helped you. And hopefully you're able to move on with your life in a productive and positive way. I wish you all the best, OP. But what do you guys make of this one? Is there any advice you could give to OP? What's your reaction? I mean, it was just one thing after another in this particular story. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love support and time means the absolute world to me and if you'd like to support the channel further absolutely never any pressure you know it's never expected but always appreciated as i always say you can go to patreon.com forward slash mark narrations or click the join button down below for youtube usually helps out but again never expected and hopefully i'll see you in the next one take care and much love 
wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day, wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon, let's go, see the sun shining from the windows, okay, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.